I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to episode 525 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. We're recording this live on Thursday, June 8th, 2023. If you're watching us live, we are still live on Twitch. We'll see if that stands. If you were here for our pre-show, you heard us talking about how Twitch is changing the rules for things. Granted, we aren't Twitch partners, but if they're changing it for partners, I'm sure those of us that are just using the service and them inserting basic ads will eventually get slapped down too. But hey, I'm Chris. I'm joined by my usual band of misfits. We'll start first with Mr. Willie Dinos. He's muted, everyone. I'm going to talk for him. My name's Willie. I'm on mute. No, I was waving. I was like, yeah, I was waiting for the applause to die down. You know say, what works everyone. really Welcome. well? How you doing? You know what really works well in an audio medium? Waving. <laughs> yes, it does. I was waiting works, for the applause works perfectly. to die down. I know they're yelling. Did you want applause? applause? I don't Clapping think. Clapping like, yeah, this dude's back. Fuck yeah. Willie, I don't have an applause button, but I have the UN button if that works. Do you want the U- But we also have with us Mr. Anthony Bachman. Though locked out of my account, still technically a Twitch partner. Who I haven't streamed on it. They did some update, like, I think at this point, like two years ago. Your reason that, like, my account says Salty Sailor in our chat and not the Bach 2099 login is because they did an update on Twitch, like, forever ago. My authenticator wouldn't work. And when I went to Twitch to log in and try to reset my password, it wouldn't authenticate that I was the person doing it. And so I've never been able to get back into my account, but technically still a Twitch partner. Good for you. <laughs> I haven't streamed in two years, but I'm still, <laughs> as far as I know, they never, I never got an email saying they took my partnership away. In fact, I got an email about their new bullshit, bullshit rules. I just didn't bother to well, read it because I can't log into that account. The bullshit rules that they did back down off of. If you guys want to learn more about it, there's a lot more Twitch streamers, you know, make actual income off Twitch that have been talking about it, that expressed their concerns. And there was basically a giant blow up yesterday on social media when the rules came out. And then I think it was early this morning or late yesterday evening. I can't remember. Twitch basically put something out and said, Oh, we're going to revisit our, uh, our rules here. They didn't make sense. And we want to listen to the public here. And basically my thought is they went, Oh shit, we pushed a little too hard. We're going to, make some kind of compromise thing so that people will be willing to more accept that. Because if I, if I let's, here's the example. If I said, Hey, Willie, you owe me 20 bucks and you went, fuck you. I'm not going to pay that. And I threatened to take something away from you. I'd be like, okay. Okay. And then I'd wait and go, well, you owe me 10 bucks. 10 bucks sounds a lot more palatable than, than 20. So the thought is people might be more willing to ah, shoulder a lesser really? restriction then. And then Twitch can wait, say another six months and put more on it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, so Twitch shot themselves in the foot. Twitch shot then, themselves in the foot. And then Reddit shot themselves in the foot even earlier, right? Yes. Uh, hmm. So the Reddit blackout is what, next week? 12th through the 14th Ooh, is 12, when that's happening? Yeah, 12th through the 14th, I think. And Not then, heard about this. Oh. Protest on, protest on Reddit? There is yes. a protest. All right, so some background here for those that may not be familiar. I'm a little more versed in this one because 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mr. Moderator. Yes, Mr. Moderator. I, I do moderate a few different subreddits, so it's been something we've been discussing because our community is vast about it. And all three of the communities I moderate on Reddit will be blacking out. One of them only for one day, the other for two days. But fairly sizable. The one is four million subscribers. The other is two million subscribers. The other is like hundred thousand. So we we have we have some numbers at least. But for those that aren't aware. The Reddit API is basically being changed how you access it because Reddit has claimed that third-party Reddit apps like Apollo for Reddit, which they did just announce today they're shutting down the app on June 30th because they can't afford it anymore, have said, hey, the rates you want to charge us for API access are insane. We are charging our customers that subscribe to our app to be able to do this and offset what current costs may be for things they have. And the guy that runs Apollo for Reddit said, it's going to cost me $20 million just in API calls a month to be able to do this. He goes, I have no way to pay for this. And for those that are unfamiliar, Apollo for Reddit is a very popular third-party Reddit browser. I believe it's only iOS, but I'm not 100% sure because I haven't messed with it too much. No wonder I never heard of it. (laughs) It's very popular, especially with moderators and stuff like that, because the moderating tools are better built into that third-party app than they are into the official Reddit app. Until like the last year or two, if you were a moderator, you couldn't moderate through the official Reddit app. You had to log into a web browser on your phone or your tablet, or you had to have a third-party app. There's also yeah, concerns pretty stupid. that the official, the official Reddit app does not support a lot of accessibility options very well. So for those that are visually impaired or things like that, there's not a lot of tools built into that for them to be able to interact with the app. Whereas some of these third-party apps were designed with a primary focus on assisting those with different visual disabilities or things like that. Those, okay, so uh, Apollo for Reddit is TweetDeck. It's a better version of the actual platform. In essence. So what you're seeing here is okay. how the I think part of the reason why there's such outcry is, remember, Twitter just universally yanked the API access to all third-party clients with no heads up and then started charging an astronomical price for anyone who wanted to do mm-hmm. it. Reddit at least gave a heads up and said, hey, we're going to up the pricing on this. And then all the third-party app folks went, we can't afford to do this. And then even if they did, there's still restrictions on the third-party Reddit apps too. Because Reddit has some concerns, which are legit, which is the current way these third-party apps access Reddit data via the API is Reddit can't push ads. Reddit makes money off of ads. That's part of what you get with the service and how they make their money is they inject ads into the feed and things like that. You don't get that with the third-party apps, similar to what happened with the Twitter apps. So what it comes down to is Reddit's effectively changing up the API and starting to charge access fees for it that are astronomically high when you compare to other similar services out there. And they're claiming it's to offset costs that they have because some of these third-party apps are supposedly not very efficient in the number of API calls that they're making back home and things like that. But in reality, it comes off more as... Reddit is trying to funnel people into their app and kill off the third-party apps, not because there isn't an API available, but because they have priced them out of being able to access their API because it's so expensive. Reddit's not getting their ad revenue from the third parties, so fuck them, let's get rid of them. So what a lot of what is going on is there has been an effort, and I can't remember who started it, but there's actually a subreddit that's been built up for it, that there is an effort across a variety of different subreddits that June 12th through June 14th they're all going to take their their subreddits, their communities private. So what does that mean? When a community is private, no longer will it appear in the news feeds. No longer will it appear in the all page or the home page or anything like that. No longer will anyone be able to access it unless they are already subscribed to it. And the way it is set up now, no posts will be able to be created unless you are a moderator or an approved user. 
effectively meaning that these subreddits are going to shut down for two days and deprive Reddit of potential ad dollars to take a stand and be like, hey, we think this is BS. Now, the real question is, do we think Reddit's going to care or do anything? My personal theory is no. I mean, good for people that want to take a stand and try and do something. I just don't know that it's really going to do much. It shows that there's kind of a unified effort here, but I don't know how much it does in the long term. And honestly, a lot of communities, there's a very vocal group that are for it, and then there's a bunch of people that didn't know what was going on. They are kind of like, oh, I guess I'm okay with that. Because unless you're living on Reddit or things like that, you're probably not hearing much about it. The tech blogs have picked it up, stuff like that. But I hadn't heard about it. It's an interesting shift. And like Haru Fonzik says in the chat, it's uh, the reality of monopolies. And that's what we have here. But if you you go back, remember when Reddit, before Reddit was a big thing, the big thing before it was the website dig.com, D-I-G-G. Do you guys Mm, remember that one? Dig shot themselves in the foot by changing the way the site worked and changing access to it. And literally, well, not literally, but figuratively, probably 90% of the population of Dig picked up and left and went to Reddit. And that's what caused Reddit to become popular. Reddit was kind of a joke to a bunch of users on Dig until Dig shot themselves in the foot. Oh, God, does this mean nine gags is going to get popular? I have no idea. So there's always something else. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make me wonder that like one or two days of blackout, like these people just cannot live without Reddit. Yeah. Shut that shit down for a month. But I Block think out your channel for a month. Here's the thing, that though, would cause Reddit to not have like revenue from commercials. Right. Here's the thing, though, Reddit admins could very easily just go and take over and kick out the mods and restart everything. Yeah. This is more of it's more indicative of showing the power of the users. That's why I don't honestly think it's going to come to much because it's only two days. But I think if you do much more than two days, the Reddit admins are going to make up. We don't like the way you're using our service and they'll take back things and then they'll just spin it up. Because if, if you aren't aware There's a bunch of subreddits out there that are controlled, for lack of a better term, by, I don't want to say admins, but admin supported accounts. And you have some folks that moderate like 100 plus subreddits that their name is on. But just because they're linked back to, presumably, it hasn't been proven, but a lot of people theorize, to the admin side of the house. So they gain control over that. So, for instance, let's use r slash Xbox Series X. That's one of the ones I moderate. We're almost 2 million subscribers. If you do much more than two days, you have some traction going in. We've got the Summer Games event this weekend with a specific one focused on Starfield. So there would be conversation coming into our community. If you shut down for a couple days, there is a depreciable or excuse me, a noticeable drop in view count probably and drop in ad serve because people aren't going to be going to that discussion or that that subreddit that's being used as a hub for discussion on some of these events. Like I know R slash PS five has also said they're blacking out R slash Xbox and Xbox Mm -hmm. one. And there's much bigger subreddits out there. I can try and find the list as we go on here, but a lot of smaller ones too. A lot of smaller ones too. It's not an insignificant number of subreddits, but I don't know that it's a significant number for Reddit to care. Uh, Chris, I have a question for you. As a moderator, have you ever met the most infamous moderator of Reddit history? Probably not. You don't know who I'm talking about? I, I don't. Awkward the Turtle? Or whatever it is, it's something like that. Awkward, oh, it's Awkward and Turtle's in there. No, I don't think that I have. I, oh, I know who they are by reputation. I've seen stuff about yeah. them, but I've never met yeah, them. Was, I'm just surprised you never heard of them. No, no, no. I remember now. Yeah. I, had to th- I had to link it back. Yeah. I was curious. I had to ask. I never thought to ask you before. I was like, 
Our paths have never crossed because they are not involved in any of the subreddits that I am. They're involved in a lot of subreddits. People say they they probably pay to be moderators of all these subreddits. Why would you want to pay to be whatever? Because some people get off on perceived internet power. So, for instance, Mm -hmm. I was here's an article from two days ago from Gizmodo of some of the more popular subreddits that we'll be blacking out. I'm just going through the list here. First is r slash music subreddit for music news releases and discussion created in 2008. It has 32.3 million users. R slash gaming created in 2007 has 37.1 million subscribers. R slash picks 30 million subscribers. As in pictures. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Those people are weird anyway. Uh, let's see. R slash today I learned, which is one I like. It's 31.7 million. Oh, yeah. I, I love that one. T-I-L. Yep. R slash futurology, which catalogs sci-fi-esque advancements in science and technology. It doesn't tell me how many subscribers they have on this slide. R slash contagious laughter, 6.9 million viewer, uh, subscribers. Never even heard of that one. R slash cryptocurrency, because, you know, we really care a lot about cryptocurrency uh, the here. crypto bros. We're crypto bros, yo. What about Wall Street bets? <laughs> I'm sure they're probably doing it, too. R slash Minecraft is one that is blacking out. R slash anti-work, which is one that's become pretty popular. Oh, the Minecraft one, that one's probably got some serious traffic. Yeah. R slash... A, a lot of kids doing that Minecraft r slash comedy cemetery where jokes go to die yep i'm on there too although sometimes <laughs> sometimes they put good jokes and i'm like you just you just dumb and don't get the jokes r slash harry potter r slash house plants r slash robin hood as in the uh trading platform for stocks that's an app-based thing r slash <laughs> 2007 scape which i believe is based off of runescape mm. the old web game Let's, uh, I wonder if uh, r slash trees is going in it. Because the funny thing about trees is that they're really an illegal substance uh, of uh, marijuana subreddit. The whole thing was they traded with, I think, the, where they're all about marijuana. And I think r slash marijuana or something like that is all about trees. It's not it. fun like that. Nice. Oops, yeah, the first thing. post on r slash trees is come smoke with your fellow ants on treesradio.com. Yeah, it's all it's all about <laughs> it's all about weed. It's That's smoking them trees, man. Smoking them trees. So That's funny. If you want to find more information about it, you can go to reddit.com. It's r slash save third party apps and it's three R D, not T H I R D. If it's even possible. They are still up right now. That is where this is being coordinated from. From my personal standpoint, uh r slash west virginia that i moderate is going dark for the full two days r slash can tell you the xbox subreddits all talked r slash xbox one xbox support and xbox will be blacked out for two full days and r slash xbox game pass and xbox series x will be blacked out on tuesday only Hmm. hey chris yes uh guess how many times i use the actual official reddit app uh three I have no fucking idea. I think I, I don't even know when I've even gone to the actual Reddit website. I've used Reddit is fun forever. So Reddit is fun is also one of those apps that's going to be impacted. Oh, I know. I, I like that? I said, I use the official Reddit app right now because it's easier for moderation purposes. Although I have used third party ones before, before Reddit started putting more of the moderation tools in there. 
I can't remember the name of them. I think I played with uh, Reddit is fun at one point in time and a couple other ones. Hey, Reddit, you want to not be dicks in the news? Here's an idea. <laughs> Instead of shutting down those third-party apps, how about you hire the fucking people that made it to make your app better? So, how about that? You want to know something interesting? There is a tool set called the Moderator Toolbox that's out there that's maintained by independent developers. It's not made by Reddit, but it allows moderators to have a robust extension for Chrome or Firefox to easily moderate and things like that. That is not impacted by the current API rule changes, but the developers of it have basically said, look, we see the writing on the wall here. We've already started backing off on supporting this because it's more of just a labor of love for us. But eventually it's going to come to the point where Reddit's going to make it so that this tool isn't usable either. So a lot of moderators are kind of looking at Reddit and be like, hey, we do this for free and you make money off of it. Why are you trying to make life more difficult for us by making it harder for us to moderate? Reddit's claiming that they're not going to restrict the API for any moderation tools, but that doesn't necessarily mean that won't change at a later date. And this API change is also going to impact some of those bots that are out there to help find like ban evaders and stuff like that that are used. So I can't help but think they're getting greedy and they were slightly emboldened by the fact <laughs> that Twitter did it and people kept using it and people grumbled yeah, just because but didn't leave in droves. Just because Elon did it doesn't mean it's going to work. Although the statistics tend to show that Twitter engagement is down across the board as it sinks more and more into an echo chamber for a certain side of the political spectrum. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I still get uh, notifications from Fox News about the dumbest of sto news stories. <laughs> I'm like, why is Fox News tweeting this out? And why am I getting a notification for it about this story that doesn't who cares about this story? I don't care that the bear was sighted in New Jersey. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I've had phone news blocked on Twitter for a long time. Yeah. Uh, another thing to keep in <laughs> mind is there are other subreddits that said they wanted to participate, but their community said no, or upon further evaluation, they said it wouldn't be good for their community if they did so. So some examples, there's a lot of subreddits that are there for different support purposes, be it like alcohol and alcoholics anonymous kind of things or other support groups where people are helping each other out. A lot of them yeah, went, no. you know, we agree with the stance people are taking here, but we can't shut down our community for two days because there's people that depend on talking to others there to kind of get help and support with things they need. It's not. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, so that makes valid sense, because, yeah, like you don't want to deprive anybody of any type of help that they're reaching out for. Yeah. Just for a protest. I wouldn't be shocked if some of your more favorite subreddits, though, on those two days you might be able to view it because you're subscribed to it, but there's not going to be any new content because when they take it private, only approved users and moderators can post stuff. And Hey, telling you from a moderator standpoint, this sounds like a two day vacation to me. I don't have to moderate anything for a couple days. No I shit. I don't have to get told I'm an <laughs> asshole and a Sony pony because I let someone say something <laughs> nice about Sony. A Sony pony. A Sony pony. Wow. Wait, is that what I'm being called? That's what I've been called because as a moderator, I allowed a positive comment about Sony to stay up in the Xbox subreddit. I'm like, dude, how dare you? Who sir? the fuck how cares? Neither none you. of you get paid from either of them. So why <laughs> right? even argue? Well, it makes no sense. That's the funniest thing is how many conspiracy theories there are. And some of them came up for part of these petitions is some of our users coming back and saying, when we announced this was going to happen, well, you guys are paid by Reddit or Microsoft. That's why you're doing that. I'm like, I wish I was paid by Reddit or Microsoft for this. Yeah, no shit. Give me a paycheck. I yeah, think I'll be a shill. 
I don't mind being a shill. I think the most I got at one point in time is there was a Microsoft employee who reached out to us and said, hey, guys, I've been browsing the subreddit. I enjoy things. He goes, I have an employee. He goes, I can give you guys some code keys that you can access the friends and family software store or whatever, which is all legitimate thing. He goes, I got like 10 of them. If you guys want to do something. So we were able to get like some cheap download codes for OneDrive or Xbox games and stuff like that. That's about the most I've gotten out of Microsoft in regards to subreddit moderation. It was an employee went, hey, I like what you guys are doing. I'm allowed to give 10 invites out to the software store <laughs> that we nice. then used to buy prizes for the subreddit for when we ran competitions and stuff to give out free games or three month passes for Game Pass. Oh, 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 there it is. Caught you, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm kidding. I don't know. And then I did attend one of the Reddit moderator summits online and I got a gift basket after that, which gave me some pens and pencils. I got a coffee mug with the Reddit logo and I got a Afghan with the uh, Reddit logo on it because it was all yeah. along the theme of mods are sleeping and mods are awake. I think I have the coffee mug behind me. I should look. <laughs> you know, Quiet. Now, the look mods how are sleeping. Fun we are. Look at how fun we can be. We're shutting down <laughs> everything that makes us look worse and we're not improvising. Reddit logo here. And then on this side, yeah, it the was, old schnoo. mods are awake. And then the blanket had the same Reddit logo and said mods are sleeping because there's always the joke of we got to do such and such mods are sleeping because you can do it off peak hours to <laughs> slip stuff through. I don't know. I'll just say my experience. That. Maybe it's because I've curated the stuff I follow as my experience on Reddit's not terrible. And I learned some yeah. interesting stuff and not everyone's an asshole when it comes to moderation, just some people. And you just learn that some people are trolls and you just ignore them. If you ever start moderating on Reddit or anything like that, you learn not to take anything personally just because people are dicks. You know what I want to know? I want to know if there's any story on Am I the Asshole that's actually true and not made up right? by a troll. Yeah, there's a that's lot. That's what I want to know. Then there's a lot of people who look at those and just comment with r slash that happened, which is a subreddit that makes fun <laughs> of people that have stories like that. Yeah, I have a feeling there's a... There's a... It's probably a very, very large percentage of those posts in all the different subreddits that are stories like that, where it's literally just people trying out fiction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's just someone just writing a story, seeing if they can get some upvotes. That and the relationship advice subreddit, because when you guys know, when we do unprotected mm -hmm. advice with Willie Nelson, that's one of the subreddits I like to go to. Sorry for your audio listeners. I'm <laughs> waving it when he said that. Today I fucked Always up. And I think half waving. those stories are fake, too, but at least they're entertaining. Yeah. And yeah, I'll just go ahead and say like 85% of the time, yes, you are the asshole. Like, yeah. Of all those I've read, almost always the person posting it, yeah, they're an asshole. No, it's actually, the no, there's true. a lot of time. There's also Am I the Devil, which is Am I the Asshole stories, of where clearly they're the asshole. And there's also another subreddit of Am I the Angel, which is, yeah, clearly <laughs> you're not the asshole. Why are you even putting this? Look, Reddit can be fun. You can find interesting stuff to read and you can find interesting communities to be part of. Uh, yeah, fun uh, subreddit if you were curious. Uh, here's a fun random one. Fat squirrel hate. It's all a bunch of people posting pictures of squirrels and making fun of how fat those fuckers are. I think you told us about that one before. Fat I can't squirrel remember. hate? Wow. Yeah. R slash fat squirrel There's hate. a subreddit for everything. I'm, a, I'm on fat squirrel hate. I'm not sure if they're going uh, blackout <laughs> or not. They're pretty necessary, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other stuff that I, I know uh, r slash squared circles blacking out, which is the biggest wrestling subreddit out there. 
Hmm. So oh like, yeah, the uh, they'll be blacked out for Monday Night Raw, saying, yeah, for instance. There, there's got to be a ton of wrestling subreddits. Well, there are. That's the biggest one. But I'm trying to think well, not the biggest. I think it's the biggest one on on Reddit. A wrestling subreddit? The no. biggest wrestling no. subreddit. He's saying it's the biggest wrestling oh, subreddit. Oh, yeah. okay. Not the biggest subreddit. <laughs> no, no, it's not the biggest subreddit. I don't know. I I have to look and see. I don't know which other ones are. I think the Marvel Studios one's going blacked out. That wouldn't yep. surprise me. Yep. I think they said Nintendo Switch was blacking out for it now. Sure. That subreddit. There's nothing good on there anyway. I think Programmer Humor <laughs> was. Pro Revenge was. Pro Revenge. Pro Revenge is funny, but what about also Average fake. Revenge or Amateur Revenge? There you go. I think one of the Star Trek subreddits was. I can't remember. I'm just going through the list of things that I follow on Reddit to see which ones were. Well, I wonder if Malicious Compliance is also going out. I assume. That's a good one. Malicious Compliance is pretty great. I mean, ooh, ooh, you know what the real question I want to ask? How many of the porn ones are going down? None. <laughs> well, Actually, here's why they might be going down is even There's if you so many porn there are so many porn ones and I imagine why they may choose to do so is now if you want to view porn subreddits on a third party app, it will be impossible because the API will not allow NSFW content to third party apps. You have to use the oh. official Reddit app. So that could be why they might be blacking out. I honestly don't know if they are, but I <laughs> imagine cut down on some traffic. I imagine that would be the case is that would <laughs> cut down on some traffic for them too. If it was, you mean I got to go to Pornhub proper. What is this bullshit? Right. It's like the two thousands all over again. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. It's an interesting, no got a flashlight no more. It's an interesting spectacle watching Reddit shoot themselves in the foot, then watching Twitch shoot themselves in the foot and then Twitter constantly shoot themselves in the foot. And you're going, huh? Where, where's all the competition for these companies for places for me to go? And they're not really out there. Like for Twitter, I, I still play around on Mastodon a lot, but it hasn't quite got the reach. Everyone's talking about Blue Sky, which is made by Jack Dorsey, but can't get an invite to it. So who cares? There's no replacement. And Dorsey's the guy that invented Twitter, right? That's correct. So Blue Sky's his new one. And he's whack job too. He's all about RFK Jr.'s anti-vaxxing stuff and says RFK Jr. is going to beat Biden and Trump to be president in two years. And I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Who the fuck is RFK Jr.? Robert Fitzgerald Kennedy Jr. Oh. He's running as an independent third party what? for president. And if there's anything I know about politics in the United States of America, it's the third party candidate's never going to win. Not for president. They're never going to make it on the ballot. Well, they'll make it on the ballot in some places, just not everywhere. Yeah, and if you're not on the ballot in, everywhere, right? your chance of winning is very non-existent. Look, the best we've seen with third-party candidates is uh, Ross Perot arguably Ross Perot. lost George H.W. Bush the election, and there are some that would argue that Jill Stein votes and Gary Johnson votes may have caused the rise of number 45. Yeah. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Yeah. Oh, I miss Dana Carvey. It, it's <laughs> it's a mess out there in social media land, folks. And then Reddit, not Reddit, Netflix shot themselves in the foot too, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, all the streamers have done it now. There's not a streamer out there that hasn't, one, raised their price, and two, removed content. 
Hey, we're going to give you less. Would you like to pay us more? I don't think Prime has removed any of their original content yet. They've removed stuff they lost the license to, I think. But To be fair, I forget Prime's even a thing. I forget their thing until the next season of The Boys comes out, I'll be honest. Yeah, between The Boys and Invincible, I always know Prime's a thing. I actually also just, I did, oh, I, was it Shudder? I did a seven-day trial of something on Prime because I watched Terrifier 2 the other night. That was. Cut it out. Yeah, I don't that's know. what After, they're banking yeah. on. After seven days, I got to cancel. It. But yeah, that movie was <laughs> whoa. Haru Fonsik says Canada seven. did the Netflix thing yeah. a few months ago. Yeah, I think they were just finishing their rollout to come to the United States next. It backfired on them. I unsubscribed. And it's it's so weird too. It's like and with all the back and forth and the contracts and who owns what. And I was weirdly shocked to get two different emails this week from two different streaming services telling me that Avatar 2, The Way of Water, was coming to their streaming service. The Disney one made sense because they own 20th Century Fox Studios and Avatar 1 is on Disney+. Plus. The one that I found shocking was I got an email two days prior to that from Max saying that Avatar 2 was coming to Max. What the fuck is Avatar 2 doing on Max? When it's owned by Disney. They paid Disney. They, yeah, they just yeah. paid them for licenses. I mean, it makes it's, sense because a, what HBO is, it makes sense. Oh, what, wait, eight, eight, HBO, what's that? Yeah, HBO doesn't exist as an app anymore. Yeah, that's not a thing it's anymore. I'm Max. talking about HBO of uh, <laughs> what we have known it to be in the past. It still is a channel. Home box office. Movies. You know it still is. I get the joke. I'm glad you do. I haven't been using my HBO, excuse me, my, my Max that much because John Oliver's on hiatus with the writer's strike. I use it to finally work my way through the DC League of Super Pets crappy title movie like four nights ago while we had some barbecue. Ah, I wanted to catch all the Chris Hart joke or Kevin Hart jokes. Did you? But it sounds like you didn't have fun. So if you didn't have fun, why'd you do it? Eh, it had some funny parts in it. Kate McKinnon as a super villainous Lex Luthor hairless gerbil was pretty fucking funny. Is that the... she the crazy the crazy looking one in ghostbusters yeah yes. yeah yeah she was my favorite yeah. she's funny yeah she she's awesome yeah what i realized that was her doing the voice of the the evil gerbil that becomes the super villain in the movie it was pretty funny and the ridiculous versions of the justice league they put in the movie were pretty funny too because they basically turned aquaman into someone that controls water which is not a power he's ever had so, yeah, this is just a weird movie, but it was funny. And, and, you know, didn't pay extra for it. I wasn't paying to see it in the theater, but eh, I wanted to see it eventually. It's the only way I'm going to end up seeing the Flash movie because I'm not paying for it in theaters. Oh, yeah, I'm not paying for that shit. It's getting halfway decent reviews. And I kind of wanted to see uh, Keaton as Batman again. I but... do. I want to see Keaton as Batman on the big screen, but not enough to give them money for putting out this movie with Ezra Miller after canning Batwoman. Fuck DC. Oh, no, 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 no. I fucked them for that. Well, kind of, but fuck them. Well, I guess we're also canceling everything with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. That's two things. Which, which includes Brendan Batgirl. Fraser, fucked off with. Yeah. Although now there's, there's the rumors going, you may get to see Batgirl on the streaming service one day. I'm like, yeah, as soon as they can't get caught for not writing off the taxes anymore or whatever it is. Yeah, as soon as they can legally maneuver around it. Well, well, I thought it was funny. We know that like 
Zaslav had canceled basically everything, including Blue Beetle. I love the fact that one of the things that James Gunn and Peter Saffron obviously did was go, yeah, no, that movie's awesome. We're putting that shit out. Like, give us a trailer and a poster now. We're putting out the kid that starred in five seasons of Cobra Kai that everybody loves as a teenage superhero. Yeah, we're going to make some fucking money on that. I don't think they'd canceled anything. They just weren't saying anything about it. It was made to be I think uh, at one point it was. Yeah, I think at one point they had actually said that they had canceled it, that it wasn't coming out. I don't don't recall that, but I guess it's possible. I don't know. That's my recollection. I don't know. But we all we all trust in gun. Live by the gun, trust by the gun. And he's going to fix all that Snyder shit. I like the Snyder shit. Supposedly this movie did that. Mm hmm. And if you believe some of the post credits cameos and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I always find it funny when I was watching that trailer. It's just, it's all Batman. Very little Flash, all Batman. Oh, yeah. Which no, is they, interesting because yeah, the movie about... is all Flash, evidently. But since Ezra Miller's playing two versions of himself, yeah. of themselves, rather, on At there. At least two. Nah, because yeah. there's two of them. Them. That makes sense. Yeah. I was just going for preferred pronouns, <laughs> but yes. Listen, when you act like a piece of shit and kidnap people, I don't really give a fuck. That's fair, too. <laughs> Like, like, how are you going to argue against me with that? Like, well, I don't, well, you still get, no, no, he's an asshole. He, or they are an asshole. I don't fucking care. It doesn't, I'll, I'll do it, but yeah. They, they are, are an asshole. Piece of shit person. Well, did, did you guys. terrorizes people. Fuck them. Do you hear what the latest supposed post-credits thing is that DC was trying to hide in a, in, with all the other stuff they let out about one of the Batman mm-hmm. appearing? Is it Val Kilmer? No. Or is it George Clooney? It's George Clooney, supposedly. Clooney, Batman, Clooney? or Bruce well, appears could, yeah. in the post It couldn't be Val Kilmer because he's got like the thing in his throat. Yeah. He's dealing with cancer and shit. Like, they barely got him in a Top Gun. I don't think he would show up for a Batman cameo. But yeah, the, Clooney, huh? The yeah. Batman nobody wanted to see ever again. I think it's played off as a gag. <laughs> but, oh, side note, there's a really good Val Kilmer documentary, and I can't remember the name of it all of a sudden. It's all about his career and stuff like that. I thought it was fascinating. The one yeah. on Prime that him and his kids shot? Yeah, I think that might be it. How are you blaming Clooney for the Batman movie? He didn't fucking write it. He didn't direct it. It's not his fault it was hey, like that. Clooney's a good sport about the fact that movie's so bad. Yeah. It's it's funny to talk to. It's funny to hear his interviews about it. And once I heard why there were bat nipples, it made sense. I was like, you know what? That's a good enough reason for me to be okay with it. Yeah, it's included on Prime and the documentary is just called Val. That's it. It's a really good documentary if, if you guys get a chance to watch it. Yeah, for people that don't know, Val Kilmer was apparently one of those guys that just always had a camera behind the scenes on every film he worked on. What do you so mean? whether he it was, was had the camera, yeah, he, he just like, walked okay. around with a camera, yeah. like talked to people and filming shit. Like okay. apparently his entire career, he did tons so of home videos. Basically, of, yeah, a lot of this footage that's in this thing is literally just him walking around like the set of Tombstone or Batman Forever with a fucking VHS camcorder talking to other actors. Yeah. Is apparently a guy that just loved having a camera and recording stuff. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. It's cool that they got him in Maverick, but yeah, it's, it was it was sad to see that like the like the the physical condition he's in. Like the dude is going through some hard shit. He's had a rough. Go. I loved it. There was I can't remember what it was. There was something that they did that was supposed to be Val Kilmer's voice now, and I can't remember what it was. But it was his son doing the voice. And like his son sounds just exactly like Val Kilmer did back in like his, you know, when he was in his late 20s. Well, the thing that surprises me is there's so much content 
recorded of him is how they haven't been able to use that to make one of the artificial yeah. voices based off of his own. Maybe he doesn't want that. I don't know. Yeah, he may not. Yeah, as we know, we know um, Darth Vader signed off on it, but not everybody's going to. That's true. James Earl Jones did sign off on them using that to redo yeah. his voice, which means Chad oh, Vader's yeah. out of a job. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite achievements ever in a video game is in uh, force unleashed when you play the prequel level as darth vader if you kill 15 of your own stormtroopers you get the achievement or in both playstation and xbox of worst day shift manager ever because the <laughs> voice for darth vader in Not that it. game was chad vader from the youtube chad videos vader. always uh, made me laugh some silly shit i wonder who I voiced him in it. i wonder who voiced him in a uh, jedi fallen order oh <gasps> Hmm. I don't know. Willie, what are you awing about? I said spoilers. That's the first game. The game's been oh. out for years. Fair enough. You're right. I... <laughs> yeah, Listen, when they just one. put weird subtitles, like, what the fuck am I supposed to know which order this is coming in? Which one is the Empire Strikes Back? I don't know. Episode 5. Shut the fuck up, Chris. I'm making a point. It's also known as the best Star Wars movie. No clue. <laughs> oh uh he's an avatar he's the one like getting the marines off the plane when they land i saw and he's telling the marines like remember. welcome to pandora yeah that's the thing i think i've seen him in the like most recently but yeah he's an actor that's been in, like fear the walking dead star trek into darkness like he's got some solid credits but yeah he was the voice of vader in fallen order all right interesting i wonder if he appe- i wonder if vader appears in the new one well, I don't know. I'm not playing it. You are. You tell us. I'll tell you when I find out. We'll get to that at the end of the show, though. I just realized we've been going for almost 40 minutes right now and haven't gotten to our news because we used other news. We so. did a lot of news. In fact, that whole that was, my, that was my news there. Let's continue on. <laughs> that was Willie's news. There we go. Willie's news is the stuff I explained in depth. Good job, I, mean, I helped. I was there. We He, he was I, there, too, I think. I think that's perfect for our news of the week. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Hey, welcome to the news of the week. It's that part of the show where I do a second news of the week story because Willie says it mine is his. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, it's where we run hey, down. Hey, we heard you like news of the week, so we put some news of the week on your news of the week. Right? Would you ser- rather it run smoothly or do you want it just to be a glaring hole? Band name. Subreddit? Glaring hole. Glaring <laughs> hole. No, no, no. I mean, I already kind of made one. It's called Winking Butthole. Similar, but you know. My buddy, when we were in eighth grade, made his band name, and I always thought it was funny when he drew the logo. It was Butter Mailbox. And it was a mailbox with a pat of butter melting over the top of it, and it always just made me laugh. Butter mailbox. I thought you were going to say the pad of but- melting butter was the mailbox. No. There was like some letters. It's in like it. the mailbox was a stack of pancakes, basically, is what you could equate it to. And the butter was melting over it. top of it. I don't oh, like so it. like it's just a little pad. I got, okay, yeah. I'm picturing it. I <laughs> yeah. can see it in my head. Was the arm up or was the, the arm down? The arm was up. Oh, you had mail ready to yeah, go. Yeah, mail. Picked up. Got it. <laughs> Mailman had come yet today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the news of the week. It's where we run down what we think is the most interesting stuff out there. I'm going to take my second news story first, <laughs> for lack of a better term. <laughs> I'll allow it. 
<laughs> Thanks. But Willie. what about second breakfast? So let's talk about video games here. Do you guys remember back in the day? We're almost a decade ago since the last version of this game came out. The NCAA college football games. Oh, those uh, games. You guys remember those ones? Yeah. Yeah, it was the college Madden, right? Yeah, effectively college Madden. Yeah, so, we played the hell out of those on my ship because we could. That was one you could make your own team, right? Exactly. Yeah, you I did a Marvel a Universe team, and my one of my coworkers made an entire team out of DC superheroes. So, for those that aren't aware, with the advent of the name, image, and likeness stuff in college sports here in the United mm-hmm. States, college athletes can yeah. now get paid. Part oh, of what oh. was going on with the college football should. games <laughs> in the past is. They weren't paying the student athletes because what they would do is instead of, you know, giving them the student athlete's name, your center's name would be C and then have the same number as the center in real life. And then you could go to EA rosters com, I think was the username that was on there for all of them. And then you could download the roster of all of the players where someone had gone in and renamed them correctly. But since it wasn't offered directly from EA by EA sports, it they was couldn't. exactly it was not something they would have to pay for. Well, part of what happened is those games went away in part because of these payment concerns and things like that. There was a lawsuit from a number of student athletes towards EA and their NCAA football games. They basically canned it. We haven't had one in 10 years. So side note, if you're a video game hunter and you like to go to flea markets and stuff like that, if you find a copy of NCAA 2013 on any platform, they go for pretty good money, like 80 That's plus the last bucks. One. That's the last one, if I recall correctly. I mean, it's no Dokopan Kingdom, but yeah. For a sports game, though, that price is insane. Oh, that is exactly. tremendously insane over yeah. the three cents GameStop would give you. Exactly. So, And that's for current Madden. Yeah, so for those that were not aware, with name image likeness becoming a thing, EA Sports just said, hey, we're going to now make a college football game again. It got delayed but it is now supposed to drop in 2024. However, comma, the players might be getting paid, but there's a story on polygon.com out of reference where they're saying the money is so low that the college football players association is urging a boycott of participation. Two reports of them. There's two reports out there stating that the cash pool for all college players sits at $5 million, which sounds like a big number (laughs) on paper. But you break break that down into how many players there are in college football. There's what, like 60 or 70 people per roster? I think it is. I was going to say, yeah. Well, active college, don't they have more than the pros? And the pros whittle it down to like 56 or 52 now with the active season. So I think college has got to have like 70 to 80. Effectively, what it breaks down to is $500 per player. And the players get no royalties on game sales. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good job ea <laughs> fucking so, douchebag so uh the college sports website owen3 spoke to justin falconelli who is the college football players alliance vice president who called it quote just a ridiculously low amount of money likewise the group's executive director published a newsletter on wednesday advising players not to take the deal in the interview with owen3 Fosnelli elaborated that his organization has contacted current NFL players and were told that royalty checks ranged from $17,000 to $28,000 for players appearing in the Madden NFL series under the group license with the NFL Players Association. Yeah, that's the type of numbers it should be. 
sport- You're using the likeness of college players that can't get paid to do anything else or they get kicked out by the NCAA. Yeah, they should be getting fucking paid for the and, schools to sell their likeness. I guess I had missed this, but there was a site called Sportico <laughs> in May that reported EA had linked up with one team partners to put together a group licensing deal, also setting a pool at $5 million for the 10,000 eligible football bowl subdivision players. That's division one a, as we call it back in the day, they renamed it to football bowl subdivision for some, <laughs> what the fuck ever reason. I don't know why. Probably did not pay somebody something. Probably. So yeah, they're trying to lowball them and the players associations like, nah, dog, we ain't playing that. <laughs> I'm thinking of that exhibit meme right now. Sorry. That's what popped yeah. in my head. <laughs> uh, I just wish there was some point like it's impossible because all these kids like all they've ever wanted like most of them is to play in the NFL but like if the college players association could just freaking strike for a year and all those colleges lost all the TV money that they would make to pay their ridiculous coaches millions of dollars for coaching college football okay here's a point to consider here is and this is something we hear a lot. I live in Morgantown, West Virginia. It's where WVU is, West Virginia University. And we have a highly paid head coach who's not very effective. And people make those arguments. Bear in mind, the state salary he gets is small. The money that he makes is not the university paying him. It's basically the boosters donating to pay the salary. So it's a different pot of money than saying the university is paying the coach that many millions of dollars. No, it's the boosters basically dump money into a fund for salary. Oh yeah, no, but yeah, we saw we had the same thing here with BSU. Every year I went to Boise State, they were supposedly the winningest team in football, and or for our you know crappy little Mountain West whatever division, and yet for some odd reason every year that coach made like thirteen million dollars, the students made zero, and then our tuition got raised every year to pay for football. It's like yeah, that fucking coach ain't making he ain't working worth thirteen million dollars if you got a contract with. Like ESPN to get okay. money for the school. How, how much money did the football team bring in for the university through? Apparently not enough to pay for their own fucking scholarships because they kept raising our tuition. I mean, I guess it depends on where <laughs> you are, but football is generally the big money-making sport for most colleges. Yeah. And yet I'm pretty sure like, football, they, don't basketball. Have to raise, they don't have to raise the tuition on normal students for Florida State because the Seminoles are actually fucking making money. Well, they're raising the tuition everywhere because they're greedy and there's an education yeah. crisis because, it's you know, ridiculous. we're about to hit that point where there's a bunch of people that went, fuck, no, I'm not having kids. That's expensive. So there's a lot less kids going to school right now. Oh, fuck yeah. Plus, I mean, the college degree don't do shit for you anyways. And that's what also a lot of people are starting to realize is that a trade, you're better off with a trade than you are with a college degree in some cases. But neither here nor there. Stepping I back. I should have gone to a welding school. Yeah, stepping back a sec <laughs> to the college football game. So I'd mentioned in 2013, there was the case about player likeness. I apologize. I didn't have the numbers. Here it is here. The NCAA and EA settled for $40 million to cover multiple years where players appeared in the game and were not compensated. That's three times per player. What EA is offering players in 2024's EA college football game. <laughs> nice. Three times. That sounds about right for EA. <sighs> Give them what they're due. This game is going to sell because people have wanted another one for a decade plus at this point in time. How many times has EA won the worst business of all time? Between them and Comcast, I think it goes back and forth a lot. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, so 
that's my news is that the EA college football game, it may come out, but it may revert back to the old way of doing things, despite naming would you like this payments and things like that of having instead of your quarterback's name on a jersey is going to be QB seven is all they're going to be listed as or something like that. All right. Like all right. All right. Before we get into the next thing, hopefully <laughs> yours is some fucking raises spirits because Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, it's been pretty depressing, hasn't I, I, it? I, I'm done. I'm done. All these companies just, they, all they do is like, nah, fuck everyone. We're, we're getting rich and that's it. Like, fuck everyone. Everyone just doesn't care about anyone. Let's just fuck off. I'm done. So many stories about it. I can't. Just can't. <laughs> so Haru's in the chat room saying that hockey's the draw in Canada. Makes sense. Here in the United States, it's yeah. basketball and football. Those are the big money-making sports. And others are generally, con- excuse me, men's basketball and football. And others are considered money losers basically that is offset by money coming into the athletic department from the other side. what it is just just some background yeah. for comparison here <laughs> and there's not that many money making sports at the college level no well i mean the esports programs are starting to make some money we got an esports program here at wvu we won the national championship in rocket league i think i can't remember <laughs> wow do they get to put their banner up in the gym? Like I don't next know. To the football I don't know. Team? That's Why would it be in the gym? Why would it be in the computer lab? I think we have an esports. <laughs> because there's no room in the computer lab to hang banners. And there's an esports degree here, which is about business management of esports and stuff like that, that they just started like in the past that, couple years. I'm sorry. That sounds just useless. Yeah, that's no what offense. I thought too. I'm not offended. Oh, well. Well, not to you. Art, you don't degree. do anything with that school, do you? I have an art degree, just as useless. Yeah. <laughs> There is an esports business and entertainment BA that you can get. Bachelor of the Arts in esports business and entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, because also fuck esports. Hey, man, if you can get your money by playing games, good on you, man. Yeah, if you yeah, can pay fair. your mortgage when you're 18 by playing freaking Overwatch, fucking go for it, man. That's I, awesome. I mean, how many, let me look at all these videos of cheaters during those things, though. Like, you remember that one dude who, like, they were like, let's check your computer. He kept knocking their hands away. Like, no, you're not checking this. No, I'm going to try and delete something first. Like, you people, why? How did he not get banned instantly for life? I hope he did. I can't remember. I can't remember who that dude was. I just remember him just knocking the hands away. Like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. <laughs> oh, I misspoke. The WVU is just competing in the Rocket League World Championship. I don't know mm. that it's been completed yet. I mean, that. I mean, that's not easy to do. Rocket League. I don't get how some people make their vehicles move in the air as effortlessly as they do. It was June 2nd through 4th is when that was. I don't know. According to this, the WU Esports program started in October 2021 with just one Madden player. The Rocket League team first started to take shape last spring. And the 2022-2023 academic year marked the first year of competitive collegiate Rocket, Rocket League play at WVU. Now, I get starting small. But you started with one Madden player. I guess he was like the he was like the number two or three ranked Madden player in the United States or something like that. I don't know. I mean, mm. I, I get that, but you start a whole program with one guy. I mean, come on. I mean, got to start somewhere. I mean, have some diversion in there. Or Here we go. Having finished fourth in collegiate Rocket League play and second in the <laughs> collegiate esports Commissioners Cup. The team looks to be adding to their impressive resume this year. So we have a very decorated Rocket League team here at WVU. Now I feel like my parents' generation because that's just funny. <laughs> Make your bag. Make your money. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. if you can, go for it. Ain't all no right, one getting hurt. Backman. 
you go make those cars fly in that game yeah, and get goals. It's fucking hard, man. <laughs> go ahead. Still, still haven't played it. Rocket That's League's fun. Would... It's just I'm not good at it. <laughs> it's free to play, Brock. We go for it. It is free to play on all the platforms too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been busy. I was replaying Miles on PS5. That's on you. Yeah, it's fucking good. Yeah, but yeah, but the takeaway from all this is fuck EA. Yeah, that no, means seriously. I was trying Netflix. That's, that's always Reddit, fuck all week. of them. Fuck EA. Which ironically, the game I'm playing is made by Electronic Arts right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm part I'm of the not. problem, but I love games by Respawn. You could just not. Yeah, well, they I just could. take the EA money and then go make a good game. That's what Respawn does. Look, I've I've taken my stand on some things. I still have not played the Harry Potter game because of various reasons. But I'm playing the shit out of some Jedi Survivor. Nice. That's on you. you gotta, you're the one who has to be alright with yourself. I'm alright with me. <laughs> Were you alright with you when you played Fallen Order? I mean, I've got it on sale, so yeah. Mine was on Game Pass, so. <laughs> if it's anything like that, that director of uh, Days Gone who kept bitching, like, if people just did, bought our game full price, blah, blah, blah. I waited till it was free on PS Plus, and I hated that game. I wanted to like it. <laughs> and that was, I was like, I mean, I get how people can like it, but I personally didn't like it. And it just was not fun for me, so I didn't want to play it. So I'm glad I didn't pay full price. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, shove that up your nose hole i don't know whoever the fuck that guy was some it, asshole it wasn't a good game and that's more what entertained me was the guy like well people bought it for full price like that wouldn't have made it a good game people played it and didn't like it well i mean that's it's, what it, it is a good game it's just too much uh the survivalness Look, in it is a t- tweaked up a little too much for my taste that's all nothing's as bad as the remake of saints row that just came out this last year that's just was that terrible. a remake well it was the spinoff i guess slash new saints row that had nothing to do with the old ones it's bad uh, had i not picked yeah, I it up on it. sale and used an expiring gift card from best buy i'd have been mad about it like i saw wario 64 showing that it was on sale for 15 bucks i was like that's 10 bucks more than i'd pay for it i'd buy it for five bucks i'd get five bucks of fun <laughs> out of it it's bad it's i mean it had bad. an awesome creator uh person for it yeah, that was really cool I had fun creating my boss beforehand, and then I played the that game, and I'm like, I was like, everything ah, that right. was fun about the old Saints Row game that it isn't here. I don't know what's going. Oh, on. Oh, you like fun? That's you shit. like fun? I, I like Fuck fun. Off. Yeah. We got rid of it. <laughs> God, it's so I'm bad. sorry, fun doesn't sell. What? Why would you change the formula of it? Why it worked is not because it was a GTA clone. Why it worked is because it was an irreverent GTA clone. Because I got a giant fucking Sephiroth purple dildo sword. That was and I was just going whacking random people with it. And that you, was what was fun. And you got an alien probe gun too. Mm-hmm. Where you could anal probe people. It was hilarious. Yeah, the the person I, I feel the worst for for Saints Row Four is the person who um who uh, um put in the car driving uh, right? uh, programming because who the fuck's going to be driving a car when you can just like glide around the whole city. To be honest, just I think jump they, a mile in the air. I think they just reused what they had in saints row three. The map is literally the exact same. They just changed colors and added new bad guys to it. So I save money, right? Saints row four is great. Saints row three is great. A uh, gat out of hell saints- is pretty good too. But Saints Row 4, you also have uh, David Keith as vice president. It's true. 
Keith David, you mean? He's Sorry. not just kicking people in the balls. Oh, happy birthday, <laughs> Keith David. It was his birthday either yesterday or the day before. 67, I think it was yesterday. I How the fuck yep. do you know that? It was all over Twitter. Because it was all over the community subreddit yeah. because he was on community. Whole lot of videos of him fighting oh. Rowdy and uh, asking, How the hell did you get the beans about the Frank? Why are you on the community subreddit? Because I like talking whatever, about whatever. community. There's a movie coming out. Sure. The writer's strike Glover in it? Uh, supposedly. Mm. With Chevy Chase in it? Probably not. Nope. Chevy Chase is a bit problematic because he's a giant douche canoe. I mean, be a shithead. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. No. It's problematic. Well, that's my news story that was sad and we devolved into various different tangents. Uh, Bogman, you got <laughs> happier news for us by chance? I do indeed. And I actually, I was looking at one of the subreddits for, um, oh, wait, which one is it? This one is actually r slash uh, box office. Ooh. And one of the, the posts underneath the actual article is awesome. Uh, two of the highest opening films so far this year are both animated movies in which a character from Brooklyn is transported to a different dimension after attempting to fix a problem that threatens the entire city. And both movies have no sleep till Brooklyn in the movie soundtrack. So far this year, two of our biggest openings are the one that just came out, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And the big news is Super Mario Brothers. Uh, there's an article here from, let's see, where did I pull this from? Here it is, from Variety. Super Mario Brothers movie hits $1.3 billion globally, with a B, and surpasses Frozen. It is now the second biggest animated film of all time. Super Mario Brothers is now only behind Frozen 2 for animated films in global box office. I should probably so, watch that at some point is what you're saying. Yeah. That, that little Italian plumber's out there kicking ass across the world and still earning more dollars. So I'm trying to remember where was the Frozen 2 uh, still sitting at $1.45 billion. And so it's, you know, another $100 million and change behind. So... It's probably unlikely at this point that Super Mario Brothers has been out this long and it will surpass it. But yeah, it is like solidly in the second place uh, for domestic for a global box office. And then while I was checking the numbers, it was funny to look for a box office for June of 2023. Now, uh, Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse has jumped up to one hundred and forty eight million dollars. Little Mermaid for June is sitting at fifty nine. Stephen King's The Boogeyman is at fifteen million Guardians is also at 15 million, just a few thousand less. And Fast X has dropped to 13 million for June. Super Mario Brothers pulled in another 4 million for June. So, like, total gross, let's see, domestic total gross box office for Mario Brothers made over $567 million. So, half a billion just in the U.S. Like, Super Mario Brothers did way better than anybody thought. And from everything I'm seeing, it has mainly to do with Jack Black and his musical talent because that damn Peaches song is everywhere. I mean, or like, the fact that kids everywhere. love Mario. Yeah. But yeah, the look at it. Yeah, the, the box office stuff is just crazy because, yeah, the fact that, you know, it passed Frozen, probably won't pass Frozen 2, but is like firmly in place for the second highest grossing of all time. We know we're getting more Mario. We're probably going to get four or five spinoff movies. We're going to get a whole Nintendo universe as you know as quickly as they can make it. But yeah, Mario has taken over the the number two spot animated of all time. They said uh, the one that was what was the one they compared it to? 
The Disney's 2019 remake of The Lion King earned a staggering $1.65 billion, but is technically computer-generated, but the studio has categorized the movie as live-action. So the fake lion movie doesn't count as an animated film, which is just weird. I don't understand the rules for some of these things. Yeah, I also don't understand why we needed a CGI animated Lion King. We already had an animated Lion King. So how are you going to call it a live-action remake if it's not actually live-action? Yeah, John Favreau, fuck off. Like, that one just made no damn sense. Let's make uh, the animals less emotive. Exactly. Yeah, hey, a lot of, remakes a lot of that tech went into stuff they did for Mandalorian. Doesn't yeah. matter. Hey, side note, right, as we're doing the show right now, the Summer Game Fest there. is going on. Just started? It about, uh, it started at 12 p.m. Pacific, so. Yay. Uh, and I was looking at the, the by the numbers... Yeah, so Frozen 2, worldwide box office, $1.453 billion. Mario sitting at $1.313. So it would need to earn another $140 million, which, you know, this, after being in the theaters this long, unlikely, but you never know. Like, we're heading into the summer. Like, if it stays in certain theaters long enough, there's a chance. Like, it might take the number one spot. But it was cool to see um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse when it came out, you know, did well globally but did not like have kind of the acclaim that the new one did but you know still made a fair amount of money theatrical performance on spider-man into the spider-verse in 2018 was 375 million dollars worldwide 190 domestic and 185 international at this point across the spider-verse has already made 247 million worldwide 159 domestic and 88 international so into the Spider Verse is only a hundred million behind, or across Spider Verse is only a hundred million behind into the Spider Verse, basically on its opening weekend. And so I like, watch it. They're gonna make some serious fucking money with this one, and yeah, I mean, not a huge spoiler for those that don't know. This is basically part one of a two-parter because we're gonna end up with a trilogy with Beyond the Spider Verse. But that shouldn't be a surprise. Like I didn't get why people yeah. were surprised by it because the original advertising it, of it was into the spider verse part one until they decided yeah, to rename I it. I forgot sequel. that they even said that. A I forgot of, about until someone yeah. mentioned it yesterday and I was yeah, like, that's a part. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't, apparently I didn't a lot of people were shocked that. by it. And it's weird too. When you're watching it, it feels like there's a whole lot of setup going on. And then you're realizing, Oh, Hey, we're about two hours into this. This is about to stop. And so it is a little jarring when it like, there's a, you know, when it, the story on this one ends, but it's like, okay, it's set up for, you know, the trilogy. And I'll tell no you, it's trilogy. fucking great. It's, it's fucking, trilogy. oh, it's going to be a trilogy. You don't know one complete contained movie and then a two part thing does not mean a trilogy. That means a one part thing and then a two part I mean, thing. Technically, separated. it's three movies, though. It's three so movies that they can sell in a box set. <laughs> three movies they can put in a box set and call it the Spider Verse trilogy. It's going to be a trilogy. Unless they but make enough money to do four, five, and six. The second and the third, six. they go directly into each other, but the first one just said, possibly. It's not they don't lead one the end of the first one. Back to the future. Marty, we gotta go back to the. We gotta go to the future. Your kids are in trouble. It's the not end like of the that. first movie is Gwen opening up a portal above Miles' bed. You tell they me that say, wasn't hey, the link to the second some. film. It's not like the original <laughs> Mario Brothers movie where Princess Daisy comes back and say, "We gotta stop Koopa. He's back." It's not that. 
You can argue original Fuck Super off. Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> he's he's so off. mad, and I love it. The Spider Verse trilogy, right? The Spider Verse trilogy is going to make a lot of money. That's all I'm saying. Willie's right. Willie's left. You and said usually it. wrong. Everyone's there's said no it. proof. Willie's been right. I'm right again, uh, and you know it. There's no proof I ever said that. No proof I don't at all. care. I know you did, and you know you did. Do you? Your memory's terrible. Are you sure you're remembering that <laughs> it right? It is fucking terrible. But I remember it is terrible. Shit. I don't know, I man. Every time someone said I'm right. I think, well, I mean, if it's only been said like three times in your life, you probably would remember. Mm-hmm. One's by you, one's by you. And one of them wasn't by me. I said you might be right one time, but I never definitively said you were. Oh, right. no, 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 no. Both of you said it. I don't want to hear it. No, I put the Unless ball. you want to settle this in the ring, I don't want to hear nothing. Well, when AEW <laughs> Fight Forever comes out, I'll settle it in the ring for it with you. There you go. You know what? I'll settle it. I'll settle. I'll give you a good old what my finish is going to be called. I hope I'm not stealing this from me because I don't know if the wrestler uses his name. I'll give you the old Rebel Rouser. <laughs> I don't know of anyone <laughs> using that right now. I guess you, you can make that. your own custom character on AEW Fight Forever and call your finisher that. I'm I'm going to play as MJF, though. I don't know who the fuck that Michael J. Fox. He's better than you. Michael J. Fox? No, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. That's my it is MJF Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed that before. Yeah. Oh, You're welcome. Awesome. <laughs> I'll oh, fight his Parkinson uh, ass. I don't care. Whoa. <laughs> We're in a uh, wrestling uh, ring. What do you expect? Uh, Cross Spider-Verse has opened in China. It actually didn't do well there. Only 17 million. So maybe not all theaters in China, but it did open in China. It's China. No, China's certain... gonna be China. Yep. It's, just, so, it's just a thing. Who cares? Some movies it's open in China do, do exceedingly well. Some do not. Yeah, this one doesn't seem to be doing exceed, exceedingly well in China. But yeah, it's kicking ass everywhere else. I can't wait to see it this weekend. Yeah, uh, it's like I said. I I will go. Like, there's people out there saying it's the greatest Spider-Man movie ever made. Like, if you go in with that expectation, it's a little hard for anything to hit that bar. It's a really fun, solid film, and the advances they've made in the animation are really cool. You get new effects and stuff in this one that they didn't have in the first one, and it still very much looks like Spider-Verse. It has its own animation style and another badass soundtrack. The soundtrack is great. I heard Spectacular Spider-Man shows up on it, so I'm looking forward to it. Basically, every Spider-Man shows up. From the cartoon. yeah, I don't know oh. if there's a Spider-Man that I'm aware of, having that... read all the Into the Spider-Verse comics. I don't know if there's a Spider-Man that I know of that doesn't show up at least some point in this film. There's a chase sequence that they said took them four years to animate because that's how many spider people are running around in the background. Oh, and by like, the way, it's this is insane. The sequel is totally <laughs> getting delayed because they did an interview with Haley Steinfeld. It's like, I haven't even recorded any voiceover work for the net- latest one yet. She, Gwen? Yeah, yeah Spider-Gwen. I couldn't remember the actress was at. She's also Saturday in Hawkeye Night. as Hawkeye. Yeah. Yep. Well, as Hawkeye Jr. <laughs> yeah. She's Hawkeye Hawk when training. it's all said and done. You know, She's HIT, Hawk and Training. Well, that's interesting. I am looking forward hit to girl. seeing. She's Hit Girl! There you no. go. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Spider Verse this weekend, though. Should be good times. It's, and it's worth seeing on the big screen. I will say that everybody, if you like the first one at all, 
this is worth putting your money down and seeing it on the big screen in a theater with an audience. With the recliner chairs. Yeah, it is, it is a go. Go get your popcorn bucket. Go get your yeah. uh, soda guy, and go go see the the, the Spider Verse. Soda soda guy. Yeah, this is actually a cup. Oh fuck off! I don't care. <laughs> yeah, okay, if you actually want good tips, you want to get those like uh, usually chair seats or uh, rows are like A B C D for me. I'm assuming they're like yeah for you when you pick your seat for the theater, which I'm assuming all theaters just started doing. Because all of them near me started doing them, so that's yeah. something yep. that changed post COVID. Is all the theaters yeah. around me have done you that? Pick I think your seat. Yeah, but, I think all of our theaters are assigned seating now. Row C or D. You're already reclining. You're already reclining back. You're already facing that way. You don't need to be up higher to so your neck's like this, looking down like this at the screen. No, your head's already looking like this. You're already relaxed. Head back, perfect. Row C or D, you're welcome. That's a legit pro tip from Willie. Pro movie goer, baby. And shut that fucking cell phone off. Not muted. Not silence. I want that shit off. Because I see you, Steve. Fucking checking (laughs) your goddamn phone in the middle. I don't want to see the goddamn light. You don't even dim that shit, Steve. You're a piece of shit. You hear me? Willie, as a professional movie goer, do you use the AMC Stubbs thing now? Or the Regal movie pass or anything like that? I still have the Regal Movie Pass. I probably need to get rid of it. I'm not going to lie. I keep forgetting it's a thing. And I need to go uh, to Spider-Verse to use it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can just use it for that movie next week. Oh, and I keep forgetting about the movie next week. And Movie Pass is back, by the way. They sent me something like, to try yeah, and get free movies. Say, I think Same. I just got an email again from them you offering me a free month of Movie Pass because I refuse to sign back up for their shitty program. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, no yeah, strings attached free pass or free month. Oh, you had to resubscribe free. to do it. Yeah. I, I don't remember what it was. Now, when Regal did it, they you had to subscribe for a whole year, which, of course, COVID happened in the middle of that first year of them actually having it. Yeah, which really screwed it. me. So, I mean, well, I mean, they 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 did pause it. Yeah. They said, no, okay, we're not, it's not even, you know, I ain't charging you or anything because we can't do it. It makes sense. They at least did that, right? Sure. But how'd you get screwed then? Because I still wasn't going back to the movie theater, even though it was deemed safe to go back to the movies. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, because so it depended where you were. Window. Yeah. Because, yeah, because yeah, they, they, I'll give you yeah, that. They launched it nationally and it didn't didn't depend on, yeah, nationally. Some you could go back to, other ones, not so much. If I do it again, I'll get the AMC one because the AMC theater has the reclining seats. The Regal does Regal not does here. Too. Oh, my Regal does. Ooh. Palladium. Palladium's nice. Yeah. I wish I could go to the one at the Four Seasons Mall because that theater's. That just sounds fancy. Nice. Well, the Four Seasons is the mall that's in Greensboro, so it's just just what it's called. I don't even I I can't remember the last time I even stepped foot in that mall. But the theater that's separated from it is even separated by a street and everything. Oh my! It's a uh, it also has like a, a one of those bar theaters like right next to it too. Is I think it's like I forget what that it's called. It's like a separate name, but it's like but the same ish. So you know it's stale apart. Fancy. I've only been there once because it's I mean it's overpriced. Not yeah, enough. I get that. The food, not I mean, I think it's the movie tickets are still the same, I'm assuming. Our AMC but, is now doing like food delivery to your seat too. Like you can use the app and as you get your ticket and order your food and then they'll bring it into you during the previews. 
It's very interesting. I haven't done it, but just hmm. get the fucking food during before the previews. You got thirty minutes but, after but the Willie, fucking movie supposedly Willie, my starts. pepperoni pizza ain't ready when I get there, so they bring it to me fresh and hot. I assume <laughs> I've not bought food there. Buying food at the you movie theaters think is they do costume. things fresh and hot for you. You're fucking stupid. They take a frozen pizza and toss it in the microwave, but that's neither here nor there. Microwave or the pizza cooker that they have that's basically fresh and hot. Yeah. I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't buy food at movie theaters. It costs too damn much. Yeah, I just get drinks because I fucking because I mean I like a good nice big drink. And I go I, to the Dollar Tree beforehand and buy a thing of movie theater candy and then toss it in my pockets. I don't get candy. I just get a drink and I'm happy. And I don't do that all the time either. I do that like one every three movies. I'm like I want oh. some Reese's pieces. And pro movie going tip number two: don't get popcorn. Fuck popcorn. They kernels get stuck in your teeth of little shells. Like, fuck that. That's annoying as hell. You can't even get it out with a fucking toothpick. You just gotta wait for that shit to get worked out. You just get I will s- never eat popcorn no, no, no. again in my life. Just get some soda and swish it around, it'll come out. No, it won't. It yeah, gets it stuck in the gums. Yeah, it will. Maybe maybe you yeah. got gingivitis there, Willie. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I get popcorn at basically every movie I go to. If I'm spending the time to go to the theater, I'm getting a drink and popcorn. You're I mean, your pro tip sucks. I'm going to drink the popcorn. That's how much butter I, mean, I put on you, it. I can drink my popcorn. If you get the popcorn <laughs> there, I mean, drown it. Hopefully, you got the butter button for you. Yes. So, you can just do your oh, own yeah. butter. And oh, just yeah. like, and you what, you get that bottom of that bag soaking. Well, uh, no, soaking nothing, like nothing your but, last nothing but day, calories. Baby. Nothing but calories and preservatives. Are our AMC used to do a yearly bucket you could buy for like 25 bucks, but then refills of the buckets for like four bucks. The communal bucket. Mm. <laughs> Willie, Willie loved those buckets when in his younger days, he caught a hole in the bottom of one of them and would share his popcorn. Then I thought that was Willie's high school nickname. It's communal bucket. You're making me sound like a rapist and I don't know too sure. I'm appreciative of that. <laughs> I just meant so you could lose popcorn quicker. You're making it seem like I'm a rapist. That does not change the fact. You did make it seem like I am. I thought you just used it to butter his nuts. <laughs> Why would I need a hole in the bucket when I could just put my balls in the fucking just and hit the button on the balls? Why would I need a middleman for this? Does <laughs> so not pull your balls out and put them on the butter machine? Well, what's the fucking point of it then? Uh. Assert dominance. I am so glad I've never gone to a movie theater you've been to. Willie also yeah. likes the hot dog machine, yes. too. The that one. keeps those hot dogs well cooked. Well, he likes no, the rollers. No, I do like those just because they're mesmerizing. <laughs> they are mesmerizing, actually. <laughs> Oddly satisfying. <laughs> All right. We, we've rambled enough about random news and stuff like that. It's time for us to start <laughs> shutting things down. But before we do that, we have one final segment. It's a segment called What I'm Into. It's when we share with you guys who are watching live or listening later, the geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into. Because, hey, you may want to go check it out yourselves. I will kick things off. I am still watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's my first time through the show. I greatly enjoy it. I've been having a lot of fun with it. I am re-watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds with my wife because she was interested in it. And the new season of Strange New Worlds starts in like a week. So that'll nice. be exciting. Yeah, I saw Anthony Mount tweeted about that today. Strange. Strange New Worlds. It's the prequel to the original series, basically. Most I of uh, I also played and beat Star Trek Resurgence on Xbox. It's, for those who aren't aware, it's basically all the folks that worked at Telltale went and made their own studio and then made a Telltale game set in the Star Trek universe that takes place after the Nemesis movie, like a couple years after that. 
but it's really fun. It tells a good Star Trek story. It's some of the most Star Trek content I've gotten in a while in comparison to some of the uh, JJ verse kind of movies and things like that. It felt like an old school episode of TNG or deep space nine where there's science problems. There's sometimes fighting. There's cool moral dilemmas and much like other telltale games, decisions you make change the outcome of the game. And I had a lot of fun with it. I want to go back and replay it. And much like the telltale games, they do have an ability to link it to their website. So you can see everyone else's choices they made with certain characters. And I've had a lot of fun with it. Do they also keep their shitty frame rate? Uh, yeah, it's not great. It uses the <laughs> Unreal Unreal Five engine, but it's not great. It's it's How? fun though. How do they mess that up? You're you're just a, you're just a cinematic viewer with choices about which slide to go to. Well, now I get no to offense. shoot things with phasers and stuff too. I know, but you fun. get what I mean. How I do. It's like like the frame rate during the cinematic should not cut out that bad. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous that it does. It makes zero sense. Well, I guess the PC version, there was some weird stuff, too. Like, normally if you play on a PC, you hit the escape button to bring up a menu. No, uh, I think they patched it out. But if you hit the escape button, that basically quit back to the main menu without oh, saving. And it just took you to your no. last save when you relaunched. No, no pop-up no, or anything like sure that. are you sure or anything? Yeah. Just... No, no, are you sure? It just took you wow. back to the main is this menu. game made by EA? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it is a new studio. This is their first game under this new studio banner. So who knows? I'm no, curious. New studio no doesn't that. get you around the word playtest. I think they hey, patched Chris, it out. How many games have I made? None. <laughs> do I know not to fucking do that? Look. Yes. Look, I think it got patched out. I, I didn't experience it myself. I saw someone bitching about it on Reddit, so I can't confirm or deny the fact that it works that way. <laughs> it's a fun game, though. The voice acting is really good. The story is interesting, and I think it probably took me about 10 or 12 hours when it was all said and done to do my playthrough. And I had fun. If you like Star Trek and you like Telltale, Telltale style games, it's fun. And it's also interesting in the regard of you're not playing as the same character the whole time. You bounce back and forth between two different characters in the game. Oh, hold on. What was it? What? Steve, put your fucking phone off. Turn it off, Steve. Fucking assholes. He's a douche canoe. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, if you use your phone in a theater, you can go fuck yourself. That's fair. Other stuff With that I'm, dildo from Saints Row. Other stuff I've been getting into is I started playing this weekend Jedi... Uh, fall no jedi survivor i think that's the sequel whatever it is it's really good i've had a lot of fun with it they the nice thing with this game is when you start the game you don't start over with no powers you already have powers and you're just making those powers better so you can grab things you can throw things with the force you can double jump to start in the game so no metroid starting out with all the things and you lose all the things and you have to get the things again now you get more enhanced powers as you go through and you get more lightsaber forms and i think there's five different forms of lightsaber combat you can get and you can only have two equipped at a time so for instance you can have your single blade your double blade and the only other one i've unlocked is one blade in each hand and there's a couple other ones that i will get to at well, some point in time well do you want another one sticking out your ass what one, the fuck you want uh, so i think one is blaster yeah, teeth. no one is blaster where you have a lightsaber and a blaster and you can shoot people Okay, and I can't remember what the fifth one is. I want to shoot out lightsabers at people. (laughs) Sadly, it's not a lightsaber shooter, but (laughs) that'd be great. It'd go right through them. Boom. Right. So it's actually really fun. If you like the first game, this takes that formula. It's the exact same formula, just better executed. 
for instance, I think we were talking in pre-show. I don't think I said it on the show. One of the pain points of the first game was you backtrack to some world you'd already visited before, and you would then have to land on the world and traverse the environment to find the next thing where you left off. So sometimes you'd get lost easily, or you'd spend a bunch of time going, oh, crap, I went down the wrong corridor or something like that. They have now set it up so that all the little save points that you get to, the meditation points, those are all quick travel locations. So when you're on a planet, once you've unlocked a meditation point, you can quick travel between them. Thank God. Yeah. That was the biggest, wor- that was the worst part of the first yeah. game was just, oh, like in all the, all the maps were like, they just went sh- kind of straight out. And if you wanted to go to the end again, you had to land at the beginning and make yeah, your way all the way over there. And like, shit, I'm on the wrong fucking planet. Yep. <laughs> this helps and, with nope, that. And then you got to work your way back to your ship. You can't just go back. No, you got to work it back. So I'm still on the first planet right now, but it's massive in comparison to the plans that we had in the first game. The first the first mission does not take place on a standalone planet you can go back to as far as I know. For Okay, minor spoiler. The first mission takes place on Coruscant. So you're deep in the middle of the Imperial homeworld as a Jedi. It's interesting. That's not Jedi. good. And problematic. <laughs> Secret Jedi man. Mm-hmm. I like that song. Well done. You're welcome. But yeah, I think Respawn took everything that worked with the last one and then refined it and made it better. I, I have no problems with it. I have not run into any performance issues. Now, let me caveat that. I've also got like the first two patches already downloaded. I guess when the game launched, there were some pretty severe performance issues, especially on PC, but also on Xbox Series X and PS5. If you put the game in performance mode, it was not working very mm. well. That's what I would probably do first. Yeah. Just to see, I want to see the pretty. <laughs> it, it has not been a problem for me. I had one. I had one random freeze up of the game that really annoyed me. And the problem was I had to replay like the last 10 minutes of game time since I'd last saved. So it annoyed me, but not enough that I rage quit. And then I have not had an issue since. So go team. That was fun. Yay. Nice. What else have I been getting into? I don't know. Oh, uh, they're about to start installing fiber in my neighborhood. So hopefully I can get off Comcast internet and get to fiber. So I hope you get more regular. Nice. Indeed. I'll get more regular. But uh, when... There, shit joke from Willie. Are you happy? But up, up, but up, up, so w- once that's installed, I'll have gigabit symmetrical service, and I'm very excited. Yay. Nice. Like Willie. Like Willie. Right now, I only have 40 megabits per second up, which is okay for all the streaming yeah. that we do here. But I want to be able to do my off-site backups real quickly. And with uh, gigabit performance up, I'll be able to do my off-site backups very quickly. And I'm quite excited. Nice. Quite excited. Nice. But that's what I've been getting into. Uh, Mr. Bachman, why don't you go next for us? Uh, so you've been tearing through a bunch of movies, wanted to finish off, like closing off some streaming services like Paramount Plus and Peacock. So I've been going through and seeing what movies were still there that I hadn't watched yet. So it's just, yeah, like one of the reasons I watched like the DC Pets, I just watched Sonic and Sonic 2. Um, I watched uh, Terrifier 2. I just watched uh, last night, um, I watched the 3,000 Years of Longing that um movie about a genie that uh, george miller did the guy that did a uh, mad max Fury road really interesting film definitely not quite what i thought it was going to be but it's literally like two storytellers just telling each other stories over the course of the movie which was really interesting uh, that one's on uh, amazon prime now um yeah terrifier 2 if you like the first terrifier it's just the same 
somewhat the same concept, but they threw another $40,000 at their blood and guts budget. And so just every kill, like, lasts an extra 60 seconds to two minutes longer than it should with just extra blood and guts. It's just insanely over the top to the point where, like, I was actually laughing at some of the kills. Like, it's that over the top. Um, but yeah, if you like the first Terrifier, you'll like Terrifier too. It was, it would was it be really like killers. some of the, what it was it like some of the kills from the Leprechaun movies? Yeah, it's like that. Like yeah, the like, to the point where it's like just insanely over the top, where it's like, oh, this person's been dead for two minutes and the character's still killing them. It's like, yeah, this stuff's okay. insane. Like, you're just going pat. You're like, just beating a dead horse at that literally, moment. Literally, yeah. There, there's literally a scene where uh, a person gets shot in the face with a shotgun and they literally show the first shot of the face coming off because of the shotgun blast. And then they also ripped the head off a mannequin. So with one shotgun blast, it somehow shot the face off and blew the head off where it was done to where it looks like it's two separate things happening, not at the same time. So it's hilarious. It's like, how, how did you get a double kickback on a, on one shotgun blast? But yeah, it was just insane. It was kind of funny. It was, and it's done. It's shot like another like 80s slasher movie with just an, a bigger budget this time. But yeah, it, it was interesting. Um, yeah, I got, I finished all of, uh, I can't remember if I said last time or not, I finished all of Picard season three, which is fantastic to see, like, you know, just all, all the nostalgia of that one. It's so, pure yeah, nostalgia I'm, at the end. And I loved every moment of it. Yeah, it was great. It was a really good show. But yeah, at this point now, I think, yeah, I've canceled my Paramount plus and then, yeah, we're waiting, um, probably after we're done here with the podcast, I'm going to be calling Sparklight and getting rid of CenturyLink because of their garbage internet service that we've been dealing with for too long. Where during the last work week, we had three different days where our modem just turned itself off. And then after the third time it did it, it tried to basically upload an update that then stopped it from functioning. So, like, I lost an afternoon of work. Um, luckily, it was on a day when uh, my wife wasn't working. It was on Saturday. And so after, like, an hour of dealing with their the, the, the worst customer service of any company I've ever dealt with, what we were told was that our modem was not wired correctly. That's like, it's been working what? right for a year. Yeah. That's what the bullshit person in the chat said was that our modem wasn't wired correctly after basically like 12 hours of them lying to us. We talked to five different agents and then uh, my wife actually figured out how to force it to finish the download, the update, and then had to resync our modem as if it was brand new and had never been on a network. That's what she figured out because the five different people we contacted essentially couldn't figure out anything on their end. Absolute garbage service. Like we're supposed to, we're paying over a hundred dollars a month for what's supposed to be a hundred meg download. I checked it again and we speed test it like 42. We're not getting half of what we're supposed to get. And the other service in town, Sparklight literally offers the same or 10 times the internet download speed for the same price. So, yeah, after we're done here, I'm calling them because I'm so sick of CenturyLink and it's just been god awful. Wait, wait, 10 times customers. 10 times the 100 that you're supposed to get or 10 times the 42 that you do no, get? No, 10 times the 100 that we're paying for that we're still not getting. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Sparklight offers the, for the same price. It's a gig download. And then I don't know what the up is. But, yeah, like we're paying for a 100 meg download, which is the best that CenturyLink had at the time we moved here. And, like, we're getting 40. Like, it's absolute garbage. Especially since we have two people working from home in this house. Like, we need a good internet. And so, yeah, we're going to get rid of those shitheads finally. 
Um, and then, yeah, other than that, I was finally catching up on, I had to go and adjust my uh, Goodreads. I haven't been reading this year and I had set my goal for 30 and realized there is no fucking way I'm going to do that. So I think I lowered it to 15 now and I got back on track with, I finished off uh, the first novel in the Eisenhorn trilogy for Warhammer, which is really good. Um, really fun, fast paced book, kind of an introduction to like chaos. If you don't know anything about the chaos entities in the Warhammer universe. And then I finished off. What am I? Is it volume four? I'm trying to check. Yeah, I'm on volume five now with the Mighty Morphin, Power, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers by Kyle Higgins. I just finished four. I've got five and then I've got off the grid and shattered grid, like already downloaded, ready to go. And I've got my reading list of them because and the Boom Studios ones, like the name keeps changing on what the trade paperbacks are to read them in order. But yeah, I'm finally getting back on that. So I'm going to try to finish and actually get at least 15 books read this year. Um, and then, yeah, finished uh, Miles again on PS5. So I just went back and finished that. And then I had a weird glitch with my PS4. I've been playing um, the Uncharted 2 out in the living room, sitting in my comfy chair whenever like Jana goes for her walk or whatever, and was doing that ridiculous scene where a tank's attacking you in Nepal and you're running from a tank with stupid villagers in the way. And it's just asinine scene. And all of a sudden, like the screen goes black and the PlayStation four turned off. Oh, fun. So I was like, well, this is awesome. Cause yeah, at this point I was so aggravated by it after having died like 10 times in a row, trying to run for the stupid tank and running into Nepalese villagers and won't get the fuck out of the way. Or like to step in front of you when you're shooting the other guys. That's like I, I bad AI on random NPCs is some of the dumbest shit in games. Oh, you're standing there firing at a vil- at a at a uh, enemy. Let me step in front of you and absorb the bullets in the back of my fucking head. It's like how how is that still a thing in any game? I know this one's out of date and like it's been gone for a while, but like how the fuck is that still any type of programming? No character should ever step in front of a character that's firing a gun and just absorb bullets. But yeah, it was so annoying to like die through that sequence, like getting slower, you know, further and further through it, and then having the PlayStation just turn itself off. It's like, okay, well, apparently you're done with this this sequence of events too. So, uh, maybe finish that at some point. But yeah, I enjoyed finishing Miles again for the second time, and yeah, just the extra pretty of it on the PS5, where it just even looks better than it already looked great on PS4. Like Chris talked about, you know, the new Jedi Fallen Order, the Jedi Survivor, everything from amazing. They just took that and made it prettier for Miles. And you take Miles, you put it on the PS5, and it's even prettier than it was. Like, it's such a fun game. And, like, I'm so looking forward to Amazing Spider-Man 2 now. It's like, okay, finished off Miles, and now, you know, got a couple other games. I'm trying to decide what I'm going to start next after Uncharted 2. But, yeah, I finished that. I finished God of War. I think all of all, all my current new games on my PS5, I'm, I'm all caught up with. And then trying to decide if I'm excited or not for the next, for when the new anniversary event for DVD starts. But also, yeah, uh, bad news this week for the the DBD community. Uh, Puppers passed away, which was really sad for uh, anybody that doesn't know about. Was it three years ago? He was having so. some, yeah, he was having some trouble swallowing, and it literally went from that to like ten different misdiagnoses through ten different doctors. Finally, found out that the kid had MLS, and like within three years, he's now passed, and just really shitty because. There's all sorts of people on Twitch and YouTube and all these different streamers and uh, Puppers, uh, Max was his real name, was just one of those guys that was like always nice to everybody. 
one of those kids that like he wasn't on there making videos talking shit about people. He wasn't making videos that had basically any negative content. He was just, you know, one of those happy people having fun making videos and trying to always be positive, which is not something you see that often in this day and age and on, you know, and streamers and people, you know, making videos and stuff. And yeah, of course, sadly, that's the kid who, you know, gets this awful fucking disease that tears his body apart and kills him off. And like, and like, you know, the, the DVD community has been great about it where like they, you know, did two events called into the fog where they raised money to help like take care of him and change his house up to where like he get his wheelchair through everything and, like, they actually did, like, a pupper's little, like, charm in the game that, like, all the characters got. So, like, uh, the community, like, really embraced him. And, like, it's just, it's sad to see him go because, like, you know, nobody ever wants to see anybody go out like that. But, like, he was so young and such a nice guy. And it's just so shitty, you know, for these, these awful diseases that just basically take away your ability to function. But, yeah, that was really sad. But uh, I've seen, like how many people loved him in the DVD community, that part was great. So like, it's, it's cool to see like the, the outpouring of love for a guy that was just really, really sweet and really cool and never seemed to have a bad word for anybody, which is not something you see on most, you know, any type of streaming platform. Someone's always talking shit about somebody. This guy didn't, he was a really nice guy. So it was sad to see him go. Indeed. Well, Willie, why don't you finish things up for us? What you been getting into, sir? Uh, I've been getting into some uh, uh, City Skylines again. That uh, wait for the se- sequel to come out. Uh, City Skylines Two. That's gonna be that's gonna be fun. It's the nice just chill game. Just make your little town how you want to, and it's just nice to set your brain off and just. There's always something to do. Like, ooh, that that area needs some more houses over there. Let me go do that. Ooh, they need some office buildings. Let me go do that. It's just nice. You get to set it up. Uh, so far, I have um, I've started a new town, and it is currently Nick Cage specific, kinda. <laughs> to where uh, I have Poe Flats, the farm area named after is. Cameron Poe, the you know the main uh, character from Con Air, uh, and of course you got a. Uh, uh, Troy Parks over there, which is a nice little pedestrian-only area for people to, to to live their life in. Named after, of course, Caster Troy of Face Off fame. I'm going to take his <clears throat> face off. And no then more just, drugs for that man. And then just for a little bit of conceitedness, I made I made the uh, uh, the uh, Willie Nelson College of Nictoria. That's why I'm calling the state is Nictoria. <laughs> Jeez. And right in front of it, I made a nice little park area. Is uh, uh, the Mary Jane Memorial uh, Park, of course, after Willie Nelson. <laughs> of it, course, it's all it's all it, it, it's a wow. nice little chill area. Got nice little uh, tree lined areas, and and I also got the university little DLC add on stuff. So the whole university area is a bunch of frat and sorority houses. So that's nice. And yeah, it's just it's a nice little fun thing to do. I've been getting into Dead by Daylight. I've been playing with some people uh, recently, so I've gotten hey, back into Willie, it. Willie, do you want some breaking news for Dead by Daylight? Uh-oh. Summer Game Fest is going on right now. Nicolas Cage just appeared to discuss his role as Dead by Daylight's latest villain at the Summer Games Fest. Is he a killer? That's what it just said. Is Dis- he a killer? Discuss Nick his Cage role. Is a killer! Hold on. No, I was going to have a new 
Bane. The, the, the quote is, watch him discuss his role as Dead by Daylight's latest villain. Hmm. I wonder hmm. what this means. I don't know. I, have to, I can't that, listen. That just sounds like a shit-talking survivor. Yeah, I don't I, think he's going to be an actual I can't listen to the feed killer. right now because... You listen here, Mr. Trapper. I'm not going to take this shit from you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to focus my inner spiritual vengeance. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was scrolling through Twitter and you were talking about Nick Cage and then Dead by Daylight, <laughs> so it seemed like perfect synergy. No worries. Uh, yeah, I've just been getting back into Dead by Daylight. Um, it, it's so easy to get the iridescent one, isn't it, Bachman? Which one? Ir, ir, iridescent one, just the rank one. Dead by Daylight. Yeah, well, no, I'm like silver three. It's not, that, you that's just how much play. I play. Pip, you get more pips than you de-pip. It's, it's just it's just the timing. You just got to put it in there. It just happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've also been running a lot of killers. I've been doing some good things with that. Uh, what else have I been getting? I've been pl- still going through Dokopan Kingdom, going through that story. I forget what chapter we're in, but uh, just got the Wabbits. Uh, and uh, the Wabbit Week was fun. Killing those Wabbits was hard. Well, if you could kill one, you could only find them in that one week, and every turn is a is a day. You, and you only have one week to do it, and they always like they love to escape. Do you want some more Nick Cage clarification? I was gonna say I'm yeah, because I'm looking at the trailer now. I'm researching <laughs> for you. Out July 25th, he plays himself, thinking he's going to a movie set. That sounds yeah. right for the lore. Yeah. And it's literally like him running from a trapper, slamming oh. pallets on him, working on a gen, opening the door. Villain? So yeah, he is a survivor. Why is he a villain? I don't know why yeah. they use that word. Whatever. That That's been, what yeah. I've been into, everybody. Someone used the wrong word on it. Yeah, he's very much a survivor. There's a video of it, him playing, doing all the survivor things now. Willie's going to play as Nick Cage all the time now, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> yes, he I is. mean, going back from you know Dwight to, to that, I mean... Me and Pupper shared that. We like being Dwight because Dwight looked like us. All right. Yep. Yeah, I've been I've been playing as my Pupper's Dwight for the last like week. That's just the only character I've been playing. The Pete's outfit? No, doing oh. the one that's the Dweird that actually looks like Pupper's and then running just the Pupper's charm. Like that's all I have on the character. I mean, I was running the Dweird till they had the uh the other head with that with the backpack and the paddles, because I wear those backpack paddles yeah. all the time. I got paddles and I got pebbles to throw. The paddle pebble <laughs> combo is infuriating the killers. But yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'll use the other head that comes with the ban- the American flag bandana that goes around the head. And I was like, I gotta do that. As much <laughs> as I want to have a bald Dwight, I can't just make the hair go away and and have the bandana, which would be the best case scenario. But you can't. <laughs> oh well. No, I did. Yeah. Was it last night? Saw my first hundred. And you will never guess which character the survivor was. It was a 100 Steve. prestige in our match. No, or wasn't Steve. Quentin. Hmm. The character with zero cosmetics. They actually, they actually <laughs> made him look at, it seems like they fixed up his face. They made a change to it. It still doesn't look much like the kid, like Kyle better. Garner. It, it doesn't look better. like he has like butthole eyes. Yeah, but it still doesn't look like Kyle Garner. But yeah, the one of the few characters that, I mean, or it might be the only survivor in the game that has zero cosmetics. You cannot buy a different shirt, face, or pants for him. And this person had a prestige 100 Quentin 
from the god awful Platinum Dooms remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, you can't get any any uh, cosmetics for Freddy either, can you? Yeah, those are the yeah. Well, on the killer Why? side, Why would you do that. Apparently, they didn't want to give more than four dollars to Platinum Dunes for the rights for the the crappiest version of Freddy and the survivor that nobody remembers from a movie nobody saw. Was he even the main <laughs> guy in the movie? No, he wasn't even Nancy. You he know what? Even I want to play as Quentin now because that makes it even better. Yeah, yeah. The only hundred prestige character I've ever seen so far in an actual match with me. We played with a Prestige 100 Quentin yesterday. I mean, we don't even have Sydney in the game yet either. Fuck that. We don't have Nancy Thompson. Oh, well. I don't know who any. Oh, Sydney. Never mind. I get the reference now. Yeah, it was a ghost phase. Uh, yeah. Scream. Sydney Prescott. I even did the voice and everything. Yeah, that's what made it finally connect for me. Hey, side mm-hmm. note reviews are starting to come out for Indiana Jones 5, so be careful if you don't want spoilers. So don't spoilers. Look at the reviews. Spoilers. He's old. Some reviews have spoilers. <laughs> I assume some don't. You're gonna. I wanna... think I've already seen one. I was like, oh, yeah. wish I didn't read that. Yeah, I'm oh, looking well. forward to it. It's James Mangold doing. It's like I really Jones. cared yeah. about it. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I'm not like I need to watch the next Indiana Jones movie because I'm super into that. I guess it's, <laughs> it's all right. So, yeah, I like those movies, but I'm not. It's like Star Wars. Yeah, they're cool. I've seen them. I'm not a Star Wars like fanboy, but yeah. I can tell you, I know some fucking. I know Jizz is the official music that the that the Max Rebo band plays. They play on Jizz Whalers. The old Jizz Whalers. Old Space Jizz. Thank you for that, Willie. Right. I like that old timey Jizz. Don't don't follow up. <laughs> don't follow up. Please, no one follow up. Kinda runs down my chin. <sighs> All right. Well, on that note, we are about ready to start shutting things down. But before we do that, a friendly reminder, we try to stream this show live every week. Stay tuned to our social medias to see when we're going to be doing that. And if you catch the live show, you're probably over on Geeks.Live right now. You can feel free to scroll down to the bottom of the page. You'll see a calendar of all the upcoming live events on the Gonna Geek Network. And hey, while you're there, go check out some of their great podcasts on that network. Before we shut things down, though, you guys have any final thoughts? for the people oh congratulations to lavar burton on the 40th anniversary of reading rainbow on june 6th on d-day nice. that was 40 years since he started on reading rainbow take a look at a book willie can you i mean i'm better than floyd mayweather <laughs> that's a low bar no that's a low blow to a bitch an illiterate little fuck. <laughs> I mean, no, woman a beater too. What yeah. a piece yeah. of shit. You're not wrong. He's a king piece of shit. You All could right. die and I would have tears of joy. You fucking little shitty ass man. On that note, we are going to start shutting things down. Thank you so much for everyone who did join us this week. And we will see you on the next recording of the podcast. See you guys next time when I find the right button. Bye. Yeah, there's a button. Bye. Get out of here. Go get <laughs> Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at ATGN Podcast. 
The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.